I'm Tisha Bader. The American Jewish Committee released a new report on the state of anti-Semitism in America for 2023. A comprehensive report it has issued for the last five years, but this year's was based on surveys taken not long after the October 7th Hamas massacre. And its questions and answers reflected the impact of that dark and horrific day. Well, to discuss the findings is CEO of the American Jewish Committee, Ted Deutsch. Ted, thank you so much for being here on JBS. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I understand that the field study for this most recent report actually began on October the 5th of 2023, and then October the 7th happened, and you sort of had to pivot. Tell me what yeah, thinking went yes. into that. Yeah, we had started before the 7th, and then and then we, we paused. Obviously, all of us in the community paused in a million different ways, but for us, we realized we needed to to stop. We couldn't be in the field as people were trying to comprehend what happened. And then we started, we also realized that by uh, by starting again after 10-7, we would be able to gather data uh, that's that's relevant to how the Jewish community was feeling uh, about being Jewish in America after this most horrific terror attack against the Jewish people. Now, I want to bring up some of the statistics you found in a moment, but first, let me just ask you, I imagine that you had a pretty good idea that things would look different, as you said, um, with the impact of October the 7th. Were you surprised to the degree in which there was that difference, or were you expecting numbers like this to turn up? Well, we all obviously speak with uh, our friends, our relatives in the Jewish community, people we know. Um, people in our synagogues, people around the country. We knew how people were reacting. We knew the vulnerability that people were feeling uh, anecdotally. We knew the the threats that people felt like they were facing. So on the one hand, the data confirms that it's not that surprising. At the same time, the numbers are so stark that it's still shocking to see the levels uh, that we did, the the fear that people have, the discomfort that they have, the impact that this dramatic rise in anti-Semitism has had on them and the way they live their lives. Absolutely. So let's just talk about some of those numbers. And I want to let people know the entire uh, report obviously is available on your website. It is very easy to, to read and find and study. So I, I advise you to do so. The vast majority of American Jews that were asked how much a pro how much of a problem, if at all, do you think anti-Semitism is in the United States today? 93% said it is a problem. Now, like you said, maybe we should expect that amount, but it still is, as you said, very stark to see, 93%. Right, uh, first of all, I would encourage people to read the whole report uh, at ajc.org. Uh, it, it, speaks to all of these data points. But this one that you mentioned is, uh, I, I think, proof positive that this is a, a moment that we've all internalized already. The, uh, what we've seen playing out in our streets, on our college campuses, uh, at too many major media outlets uh, is something that, that we're feeling. Also, though, if there is, to the extent that there is anything positive to, to look for in our survey results. And that's the fact that 
in excess of 90% of the American people, Jews and non-Jews alike, think that fighting anti-Semitism is something that everyone should be engaged in, that it, it requires all of us. It's not just up to the Jews to fight back against Jew hatred. Uh, that's the that's our takeaway from this, is that we need to be defiant and we need to be proud Jews, and we need our friends and allies to stand with us. Such an important point. And like you said, it's sort of a, a double-edged thing because the survey found that more Americans, non-Jews, were aware that anti-Semitism was a problem, probably because we've seen this stark spike in incidents, language online, certainly since October the 7th, but also saying that everyone is responsible. So it's it's that is certainly the plus side of, the, of this difficult statistic. Um, talk for a minute about being Jews in America right now, people responding, you, you ask the question, have you altered your behavior at all since October yeah. the 7th? That was a really interesting thing, I thought, because that alternate, altering behavior can be in the form of wearing a Jewish star, going to a synagogue, going to a kosher restaurant, posting online. So what kind of response did you find to that question? Yeah, that I, I agree. That, that number, uh, 46%, almost half, of American Jews have changed their behavior. And as you point out, that means what they wear, where they go, what they post online, uh, because they're concerned about anti-Semitism, because they're worried that if wearing something identifies them as Jewish or, or going someplace puts as a Jew puts them at risk or posting something online, which as we all know, has in too many places become a cesspool of, of anti-Semitic uh, and, and really horrific comments. Um, the fact that half of American Jews think about that is a, a really strong statement about the moment that we're in. And even though, even though we feel it, even though that doesn't really surprise people when you tell them, people in our community, we can't normalize it. We can't reach the point where we just conclude there's a lot of anti-Semitism. We see it all around. We're competing with biased news sources. We're competing with uh, with others who are willing to accept the the lies of Hamas. We're competing with with students who protest in support of the terrorists who killed 1,200 uh, Israelis and and Americans and people from throughout the world. Um, in notwithstanding all of that, it can't become normal. We have to fight back to ensure that it doesn't become normal, and that's perhaps the most important thing for us to do coming out of this is uh, is to, to stand proudly and defiantly as Jews and to point to the behavior that we've seen from protesters who are tearing down American flags, who are screaming at, at little kids at, at Sloan Kettering and Cancer Hospital, who are trying to prevent access to the tunnels and to the airports and generally making life uh, miserable, all while calling for the destruction of Israel, that's what we have to push back on. And that's that's where most of the people, the vast majority of people in our country will stand with us. So it's just important for us to turn to them and make sure that they do. Ted, I think it's, you know, at least I feel this way. I think a lot of people do that there was all this hate, let's just say, that we didn't know about or we weren't aware of it. And it was in this box, Pandora's box, if you will. And the events of October the 7th, push that box open and 
we have the trauma and the shock of what happened in Israel during the Hamas massacre that is still unfathomable and that we're still living the nightmare of with hostages still in Gaza. And then all this hate that was unleashed was shocking. And it was just like, you know, a, a double punch because I, for one, was just stunned by the response of, of so many. Right. The vulnerability that that we feel as a community and the realization of how inextricably linked our fate as a Jewish community, as the Jewish people and the state of Israel, the modern state of Israel, the homeland of the Jewish people, how inextricably those are linked is, I, I think, has become clear now to people uh, and, and has become apparent in ways that we we haven't really grasped. Many of us have always felt that way. There's now, I think, a, a better understanding in the Jewish community more broadly of how true that is. It's why, even with these awful data points from our survey, we see more and more people proudly wearing their Jewish stars, wearing their, their hostage uh, dog tags, calling for the release of the hostages, wearing their, uh, their, their ribbons, uh, going to synagogue, looking for community events standing together as a Jewish community. That's what we need to do coming out of this. And sure, it was a gut punch. There's no question. Uh, what happened on October 7th, we will uh, we will be feeling for the rest of our lives. But what happened on October 8th, when before Israel sent a single soldier into Gaza to defend the Israeli people, there were people on the streets of America defending Hamas, that's what has to motivate us in the work that we do to defend Israel, to defend the Jewish people. Absolutely. And I love what you said about this Jewish pride. You know, like you said, the survey shows people altering their behavior in one sense, but we're definitely seeing and feeling this awakening or reconnection for so many people with their Jewishness, with their Jewish identity, and this really feeling of that inextricable link that you mentioned, this connection we have to one another, to our fellow Jews all around the world, and in particular in the state of Israel. And that's maybe the, the silver lining, if there can be one to this nightmare, is that, that feeling of unity and that feeling of, I'm going to wear my Jewish star. I'm going to show up for this rally. I'm going to wear my dog tag. That, that feeling of unity is is something that we have to continue to, to fight to maintain, uh, that despite the efforts of uh, of the anti-Semites, despite the efforts of uh, of some media outlets that continue to run false and outrageous uh, stories, uh, that that we see the the merit of standing together unified as a Jewish community, that we understand the importance of standing together, in support of Israel, that was made clear also in our survey, the importance of Israel to the Jewish people. And, and at AJC, where we spend every day working to enhance the well-being of the global Jewish community and Israel, this is this is the moment where, uh, where we realize that we are all in this together. And, uh, and by standing proudly uh, together, we're going to we're going to shape the future that we need for our community and for Israel and really for the world. Yeah, and not only, as you said, does it give our 
us and our fellow Jews strength to see that unity here in the United States. But I feel for the people in Israel to see the Jewish people, the American Jewish people, the diaspora Jewry standing up in this way gives them such a huge feeling of support and of solidarity and that they are not alone in this. I I am um, I couldn't agree more. I'm just I'm just back from uh from Israel, recent trip to Israel and we spent time in the south and uh and we we visited Kibbutz Berry and and spent time with families from Faraz and families who have lost loved ones and yes, they appreciated having us there. But at the same time when you hear their commitment to Israel, the commitment best summed up by a statement of, of a resident of Faraza, uh, who lost loved ones, who said, we're going to go back. There will be, there will be babies uh, bounced on their grandparents' laps. There will be dancing again in our community. That's, I think, what should inspire all of us to work as hard as we can, both in defense of the Jewish people and obviously in a connected way and simultaneously uh, in fierce defense of Israel as, as Israel works to defend itself and, and its citizens, our brothers and sisters. That's so moving. Can I ask what that trip was like for you just on a personal level to experience that and to sort of bear witness to the atrocities? Um, sure. We've uh, I, I've been a couple of times since 10-7 and we're, we're going back next month. Uh, it's it's really important as you say, to, to bear witness. Uh, there are a lot of people who are trying to rewrite the history of what happened on 10-7. And it's, it's important to see and, and important to hear firsthand from people whose lives will never be the same because of what happened that day. Uh, and, and to hear of, of their, uh, their commitment to a strong and secure state of Israel. I'll tell you one other part that one other comment that really I, I can't stop thinking about after we heard from so many family members from Faraza who lost their loved ones on 10-7 at the end of the meeting, one of the participants looked at us and said, you know, even with everything we endured, uh, we look at the United States and we worry about the community because we know that that this is the safest place for Jews in the world. And it it speaks to why we have to work so hard to, de to defend Israel. And it also speaks to why it's so important for us to defend the Jewish community in America and around the world. Absolutely. I'm going to get back to the report for a minute. Um, there's a quote you said about it. If before October the 7th, anti-Semitism was a slow burning fire, it has now become a five alarm emergency that requires all of us to douse its flames. So I know you spoke about this a bit, Ted, but what do we do to douse those flames? What are the steps that we can take, that the AJC is taking, that we as a Jewish people can take to ensure that we combat this? And as you say, do not normalize it even for a moment. Sure, there's a lot we can do. First, uh, we have to educate ourselves and and others. HAC works hard to do that uh, with a whole host of materials to help people better understand Israel, the history of Israel, the history of anti-Semitism, the role of Jews in America. Um, number two, we have an obligation to uh, to defend our kids on college campuses and our 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 kids who are 
in high school, middle school who are facing anti-Semitism, uh, we work uh, every day with heads of school, with university presidents, with administrators to make sure that they're enforcing their codes of student conduct, that they're not allowing anti-Semitism to spread, that they so that they understand the facts of, of what's happening on the ground. Uh, we do the same thing with diplomats in Washington, around the world, heads of state, foreign ministers, the diplomatic role that AJC is engaged in really helps to make sure that the facts about Israel and the Jewish people are understood. Uh, and we have to make sure that the national strategy to combat anti-Semitism that we worked, AJC worked with the White House to, to help create, that we're working to help implement, is fully implemented. There are over 200 action items in that national strategy, and there should be a coordinator to oversee its implementation that the White House should appoint, Congress should pass legislation to ensure that everything in that plan is actually carried out. We can no longer afford to see the fight against anti-Semitism as a series of recommendations or as, uh, as something that we encourage. It's something that has to happen. Uh, and the advocacy with everyone from Congress to state officials to mayors, to county commissioners, to business leaders all around the country, civil society leaders. Everyone is in this to confront and combat anti-Semitism and, and the hatred of Jews. That's what this moment requires. And that's, that's what we do. Obviously, we're, uh, we're a part of this. We invite others to join us. We inv invite others to, to do their part in whatever way they can. Uh, at this moment when we have to stand united and, and defend the Jewish people and defend Israel. Ted Deutsch is CEO of the American Jewish Committee. Ted, thank you so much for being here and for what the AJC does on a daily basis and continues to do. I know it's hard work. It, it can be overwhelming work, I am sure, but we are deeply grateful. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the conversation and, and I'll look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Ted Deutsch joining us here on JBS. Again, you can take a look at the entire AJC report on anti-Semitism in America for 2023 at the website ajc.org.